wonderful people. Welcome to PCP, the Pixel Clicks Podcast Special E3 2016 Edition Part 2. I am Jordan Pollock. And of course, I am not alone. The ambassador for the PC Master Race, Cody Franklin, is here. That's right. We still exist. That is yeah. very true. And the Australian Thunder, Shane Carpenter, is here. I also still exist. So today, we're going to be talking about the xbox conference the sony conference the nintendo thing (laughs) (laughs) and we'll touch a little bit on the pc gaming show um but first let's start with nintendo because um i don't know for me so far and this is kind of crazy to say but nintendo was the most sparse out of any of the uh conference live stream thingy things yeah, pretty much. It's like, hey, well, we got Pokemon and we got Zelda. That's all you guys need to know. Yeah, buy but, our shit. But but for me, uh, it's still better than EA because they had Zelda. <laughs> it had a really good looking Zelda. Too. Yeah, Zelda looks really. Like, I'm not I'm not looking at anything else about Zelda. I just saw the first like revealed trailer thing for it, and that's all I am watching for that game because I just want it. I just want it in my life. But I need to wait for the NX, probably. Yeah. So. Uh. I, so yeah, I really like how the new Zelda looks. I mean, from the, the trailer that we saw, we we know that Link can use different weapons other than a sword. You know, he had yeah. he had a spear in that one, and I, it looked like he had a giant axe or a hammer at one point. Yeah, you have a giant axe. I don't know if it's a weapon or you just use it to like, cut down trees because apparently that's a big thing in this game is cutting down trees. Yeah, so, I guess you probably have, like crafting or something now. I'm guessing because yeah. they're collecting resources and. And, and then, well, the cutting trees thing ties into the whole... Isn't it the rumor that it's like a remake of the first game? Oh, yeah. It really ties in. It look it looks like it might actually be a straight-up remake of the original Zelda because at the end of the trailer, we see the Master Sword, and it looks like it's all old and still kind of covered with vines and stuff, kind of like how it was in the original Legend of Zelda. So, um, Plus, the logo really evokes that uh, feeling as well. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. It, lo- it looks cool. I, I like how it, you know, it's an it's an open world. It's definitely an open world, and you can mess around with 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 these moblins in different ways. <laughs> like you could shoot shoot down a, a a beehive, a la Shadow of Mordor, and just chase off a moblin and sneak away. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks great. I like it. Um, you can tame horses and stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm just, I'm just waiting for that game to actually come out. Um, I'm waiting for more information on the NX actually before. Yeah. Because I I don't think I'm going to get it for my Wii U at all, but maybe I will. It depends on what the NX actually is. So there's that. One thing I did like that they showed is like the weapons can uh, they like break down over time now. Yeah. And so one of the battles that they were showing in their demo that I watched, uh, he was in the middle of a fight with a couple of guys and his sword broke and he was like uh oh and then he managed to like knock down one of the dudes and he dropped his spear and he was able to pick up the guy's spear and kill him with it oh like that's awesome that's something I don't think I've like really seen in most games so I'm down with that sort of thing that that sounds super cool oh yeah and and Link it's confirmed that Link can have different uh, armor things yeah because like he started out um, with just pants on, and they were going around collecting loot. Like it seems a lot more RPG-ish in that sense, in a cool way. And I'm into it. I'm into that. 
Yeah, I'm into that too. You've you've colored me intrigued. Yeah. As only Nintendo could. Um, but I mean, other than that, they had you know a, a very very long interview and demo of uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which I don't. Did unfortunately, it last for like an hour. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. that was like the entire conference. And like, unfortunately, I don't care about Pokemon anymore. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, it still sells a lot. A lot of people still love Pokemon. I'm I'm no longer in that camp anymore. Unfortunately, it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me anymore. So that's unfortunate. Um, and then there's a new Mario Party for DS, 3DS, I believe. And, like, that was really it. <laughs> All the things yeah, that they showed. Yeah, it's a weak one. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just move on. Let's, start, let's, talk about, let's talk about Xbox. Let's talk about Microsoft. Because... Oh, Microsoft. They, they, they came in swinging today. Well, not today, yes. but yesterday. Yes. You know, <laughs> we're going to say it's today because no one knows when we're recording this. There <laughs> you go. They came in swinging. Um, so, right at the beginning of the conference, they're like, guess what? The Xbox One Slim S is a thing. So, that's going to be, what, from 299 up to... Starting at 299 Yeah. And there's a 399 version that has a 2 terabyte hard drive and, is four, and they're all 4K ready, right? Yeah. 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 It's an extremely powerful looking uh, device. What is it? You know. Six teraflops? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to do an exact... I mean, with numbers like that, it's hard to go to directly translate that into comparable to like a modern PC, for example. But, uh, it, it, you know, overall, the, the gist of what I've been seeing on Reddit and people going, that looks like it's going to be really powerful. So... It really kind of goes with that theme that they they seem to be pushing with uh, the you know the, one of the other big announcements they made is that whole pretty much you know almost every game that comes out on Xbox One is also going to be coming out on PC and if you buy it in one place you get it in both and it kind of seems like going that theme because the new Xbox almost it, it's pretty much a really really powerful computer you know yeah so. Uh, it's smarter them to do that. But. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. First, let, just let me be clear. Uh, they confirmed that the Xbox One S Slim is a thing, and it's going to be white. And then there's Project Scorpio, which is the the bigger, the bigger, better, basically PC box. <laughs> Was I mixing them up? We, we, no. We, we kind of just seg- we kind of segued like into okay. Scorpio. That's <laughs> that's yeah. still really powerful though. Yeah. Yeah. The Scorpio is supposed to be like. The, the future, the end all be yeah. all, ever. Yeah, you have Todd That's Howard saying, cool "This is what we actually wanted. This is what we really wanted for a console." Thanks, yeah. Todd Howard. Yeah, thanks. Todd it Howard. just works. He did so much for us. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah, but, oh, I mean, the, Project Scorpio. It it looks. It sounds. It sounds impressive. It sounds really impressive. Um, but but I feel like, um, it might have benefited Xbox more to have done what uh, Sony did and like announced Project Scorpio before E3 even happened so then they could just focus on all their games and stuff that are coming out and they did have a lot of games to show which is which is great yeah but I th- but, but, but they had they had to spend time on the Slim and Scorpio so I think they, they could have put in two or three more games in there but that, it's still fine either way because the messaging for Scorpio was that was a great way to do it like and the games are cool, but 
like we were talking about how Microsoft is really pushing for like cross compatibility between PC and Xbox. Yeah. I feel like that actually like detracted from the impact of the games that they were showing. Yes and no. Like that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. Like from a console standpoint, it really does detract from it because if if you are a console person, then it's like, well, none of these are exclusives. Like they all go to PC as well. So it's like Xbox technically doesn't have any exclusives coming out in the next year and a half. But now if you're a PC player, it was freaking fantastic because you're getting all these Xbox games finally coming to PC. You finally can, you finally get to play gears of war on a PC. Well, that's already a thing on PC, but from this, from now forward, everything that comes on Xbox one is now cross compatible with a PC. Not cross compatible, cross buy with PC, which is an amazing deal for yeah. PC players. Oh yeah, and people who own a PC and an Xbox. Because it's like, yeah, a lot of PC people will be like, "Well, we didn't ask for any of these things," but like, but you're getting it anyway, so there's no, there's, there's nothing to complain about. <laughs> you're just getting, right? you have, you have more options now. So, like, no matter what, it's a win-win for PC. Um, it's good. It's always good to get more games because yeah, <laughs> always need more. I just uh, it was hard for me to get excited because they still uh, beating around the bush on whether we'll ever get Halo. So <laughs> yeah, you guys get like Gears of War and stuff. Isn't that good enough? Why you gotta keep pushing us on that Halo thing? We want Halo. They'll give. They'll give in on the whole. I, w- I was uh I was super hyped though to see that we're getting Scalebound and that looked really cool. So it did. Yeah, the Scalebound video they put out. Um, although I will say the protagonist that they keep on showing, I don't like him. <laughs> oh yeah, he's definitely a bit annoying. <laughs> but the uh, the general idea of it sounds really neat, especially now that it has uh, Libra showing off co-op and whatnot. And like, oh, I kind of need this. The so. co-op looks super dope. And I, I, I really wonder, are they going to be uh, cross-play? Like, are Xbox One players going to be able to play with PC players? Because that would be that cool, That would be too. one game where it would actually kind of work. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Because it's it's all PVE stuff, so no one's gonna have like a a competitive edge at all. So you're all working together. So like, why not? Why why not? Would why wouldn't you make that a cross uh, compatible thing? And besides Xbox, Windows, come on! Why aren't you working in concert yet? <laughs> I mean, I think that's what this whole thing is building towards with them being able to say these games are all coming to PC and. Xboxes, why wouldn't they now be able to do crossplay if they've figured out a way to get the games to work on two different platforms? Yeah, like exactly. Why wouldn't they? But they haven't said anything, so that leaves us to speculate about it. <laughs> yeah, like that. I feel like that. That was one of the main things I was really missing from from the conference. Like, if all these things are going to Xbox One and PC, can they play together or? Because well, there's just that hanging question now. Because I know. Are you, are you shit out of luck? Yeah, like because it can it can work. It, they do it for Rocket League. Uh, people on Xbox can play with people on PC and stuff. Like, why 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 isn't this just a standard thing at this point? Yeah, like the tech is there. Like it's there. We're we live in a future where we're all connected by the internet. Why aren't we all yeah. playing together yet? Uh, Give me the damn game. Yeah, especially on Xbox and and, and Windows. I mean, I feel like the problem with it has always been 
like if you start it, people are gonna go, "Why can't we have this for shooters?" Yeah, and that's one but, area where that'll never work. But yeah, for so. shooters, it makes it makes total sense because people on <laughs> mouse and keyboard, you're gonna demolish anyone with a controller. Like, yeah, because we've had, I mean, we've had games that have tried that. Like, yeah, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto on PC did it, and it was either you played on a server that didn't allow auto-aim and console people, controller people got fucking slaughtered. And or you played on a server that did have it and uh, mouse people got slaughtered because it was like hacks in that game. Yeah. So. Yeah, wasn't, there, the, wasn't there another game on 360? It was like Shadow... Uh, God. Uh, was it Shadow Run? Shadow Run, yeah. Yeah, Shadow Run. They, they, it was 360 and, and PC. <laughs> people on 360 got murdered. Like Absolutely murked. Like it's not even funny. Like, like here, 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 here's a clear example of the difference between console and PC. For Overwatch, um, the characters in, on console they're going to be um, buffed or nerfed differently. They're going to be balanced differently from how they're balanced on PC because on on the people on PC and the people on console they experience different problems with different characters. Yeah. Huh. So like, and that that's a clear example of the difference between console and PC like they're being balanced differently because it, it can't they, like a character like Bastion on console is like the bane of everyone's existence because it's just yeah. you're a turret but then on, on PC Bastion's nothing yeah pretty much <laughs> the, like the problem person in on PC is McCree because he just does way too much damage um, yeah. yeah but yeah, so like th- there's balancing stuff between PC and console that are just entirely different. So you should never have uh, a FPS have console and PC people play together. It's just not fair. It's not fair at all. Unless unless you give console people a lot of auto aim, but it, that's still not fair. <laughs> no. Um, but it's here's one of my problems with the Microsoft conference. It's because of the things that they're talking about, things that they're showing, things they didn't say, that's what leaves us to be speculating and stuff like this and not talking about their actual games. <laughs> so let's talk about their games. So, yeah, that's really what it came down to. It was like, hey, here's all this cool new technology that we have, and we're going to expand out to 4K, which is pretty much only for TVs, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It was, it, you know, it's typical Microsoft. Like, we have all this cool hardware, hardware, hardware. They're a hardware company. Well, where's the damn game? Yes. Yeah. All right, let's it's E3. Give me the game. Okay, let, Give me let, the game. Let's talk about the games. Um, so <clears throat> they showed Recore. It finally has a, a new trailer. Um, that it is, still exists. <laughs> it still exists. It's a, it's the game by KG Nafune. Um, it looks interesting. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm still not exactly. It's like a third person action game. You know, with, with some shooting shooter mechanics and stuff, like it looks, it looks like a, a third person, uh, 3D Mega Man game, like gameplay wise. But it, but it's still like in alpha, so it it looks rough. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm looking forward to it because I mean I like Keiji Nafune. I I like um, uh, Armature, Armature. Yeah, it's Armature. Uh, the guys that made uh, um, a dead. Planet. No, what is that game called? It's on. It was. It was free for PlayStation Plus. It's like a, a twin stick space shooter MOA type type of game. Um. Oh, that's gonna bother me. I'll think of it later. 
Anyway, um, we, we we had confirmation of Dead Rising Four, and it, and Meh. the and the return of Frank West, Meh. which is which is which is cool, I guess. I still have not played a Dead Rising game, which is out of my character because that's a game that <laughs> <laughs> which is a game that I really should have played. Jordan <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that looks cool. It looks like it looks like more Dead Rising, and I hear Dead Rising's lots of fun. So, funny thing about Dead Rising that I read this morning. Yeah, there's apparently a new Dead Rising movie. And uh, wait for it. Dead Rising Four, an exclusive game for the Xbox, right? Yeah. The Dead Rising movie is exclusive. For PS4. What? Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, well, do you, know, okay. do you know what the what the movie's called? Uh, is because I, I remember I watched Dead Rising Watchtower um, on Crackle, which is a Sony-owned thing. Yeah. So <laughs> it's another Crackle movie. Crackle original, yeah. Um. Uh, end game. Thing. So, dead, dead Rising Endgame. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, uh. Yeah. Like I, I watched, I watched uh, Dead Rising Watchtower on Crackle, and you know I met the actors and stuff. That was cool. That was, it was a, it was an okay movie. It was a decent movie. Um. Again, I've never played a Dead Rising game, so I don't know if any of those characters exist in the games, which I don't think they do. But they had crazy weapons. And that was fun. Yeah, yeah, you had Harley from Epic Mealtime in that movie. He get, he gets exploded. That's funny. Um, Sounds pretty funny. But yeah, it's kind of weird that Microsoft gets this exclusive game, but they don't get the movie at all. <laughs> it's it's so weird. Oh, video games near weird exclusivity nonsense. Yeah, just uh, give everybody all the games. That's all we're asking. Yeah, just give everyone everything, please. Uh, maybe some people get like special skins and perks here and there, but give everyone the same games. Like, um, oh, we got we got to see gameplay of Sea of Thieves, which might have been the cringiest uh, gameplay demo I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much far up there. That was that was rough. <laughs> that was like, I, and I feel like because because of the people that were playing the game, it kind of took away from what that game is because it's a it's an MMO uh, on consoles uh, made made by Rare you know people who made Badger Kazooie and all and Perfect Dark all of those fantastic games um, and it's it's pirates you're you're you get to you get to do ship combat you get to do some swashbuckling you get to make people walk the plank and it looks cool it, lo- it looks like a nice cartoony thing it looks like something that Jordan would play <laughs> um but I don't. Oh, it's Jordan bait. Yeah, but, I must play. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, because that looks like a game where you need buddies to play that game with. You know, you you need a crew of people to you know pilot your ship and take out other ships and loot people and stuff. You know, and uh-huh. I I do have some friends on on Xbox, but not. I don't think I have enough that that would actually get that game and play it. You know. So that's that's oh, oh internet yeah <laughs> I uh I laughed real quick here because I just ran into apparently 
there's a group of people who are photoshopping the uh, concept arts shown in E3 into Shrek for some reason. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and there's a absolutely amazing one of the Asari from Mass Effect. And I was like, oh, God. God. Oh, Dead Star. That was the game by Armature. Dead Star. That's what it was. Never mind. <laughs> it's all coming back. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Phantom Dust. <laughs> Jesus. We Is... really have to keep talking about Microsoft. We're, okay, let, let's, let's, I'm going through, me. going through the games as quickly as possible. Uh, uh, Phantom Dust is getting a remaster. Uh, what else? Halo, Halo Wars 2 beta is available that now. I, that actually looked kind of neat. I'll admit, I was yeah. uh, I was kind of like, you know what? Because Halo One, Halo, ugh, Halo Wars the first was pretty pretty meh, and I, I was just like, oh yay, another one. You guys remember how upset I was that? Yeah. For how much they teased it when they first announced it, yeah. and. <laughs> But uh, actually seeing the, the gameplay and stuff, I was like, you know what? That, you know, I, I really shouldn't be mad about this because we need more RTSs. So, hey, yeah. give me it. I'll buy it now. I'm down. Sign me up. Yeah, and, and you know, Halo Wars, it, it's it's a it's a console RTS that's also going to PC. And, I mean, out of all the console RTS, it's among the best or might be the best. So that says something about it. Right, uh, Forza Horizon Three is a thing. Uh, it's more Forza, more you know, racy cars. Uh, there was nothing on Crackdown Three. Um, Scalebound, Scalebound was there. It looks super dope. I liked it. I was into it. Uh, Daisy the Culling is coming to Xbox. Old law. Daisy still exists. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to console, and that's gonna that's gonna sell gangbusters. Oh yeah, that game is gonna yeah. sell like hotcakes. That, that's gonna be like, it, it's almost gonna be Minecraft levels of people being addicted to it. Um, I think. And it's pretty damn popular on PC, so yeah, you know, it's very popular on PC. And don't don't ask me why. I don't understand those games, but. Hang on, was that all? Of the, oh, uh, Gears of War four. We got some Gears of War four stuff in there, and that looks cool. It's a uh, dark and scarier than the other ones, and you get to you get to play as uh, General General Ram Rom General Rom in Killer Instinct, which is also cool. <laughs> so now you have you have all these Xbox characters in Killer Instinct. Huh. I think that's all the games that they showed. Pretty much, yeah. So, like overall, their their conference was it was strong, but I. Once we talk about Sony, you'll understand why I felt like they should have talked about more games. <laughs> yep. Speaking of which, let's move right. on to Sony. So, on a scale this... of one to ten, guys, where would you rate uh, the Sony conference? Ten being the greatest thing ever, or well, the greatest conference? One being awful conference. So to put it, for me to put it into words, it was like it was a pretty really like low key E three. Yeah, everybody was just like, "Hey, we got three games, and they're probably all sequels because we don't have any creativity this year." Yeah. <laughs> and then Sony walked out and was just like, "Look, ma, all the goddamn games." <laughs> the fact it was like thirty freaking minutes of just nonstop trailers. 
for yeah. good games. We had a couple of sequels. I mean, we see like God of War four, which looked incredible, and stuff like that. Yeah, but we did get a couple of new stuff too. We got a lot of new stuff, including Norman Reedus and Norman Fetus. So. <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting to make that joke. Yes, You're I like, was. I need to get to the Sony conference so I can make a <laughs> Fetus joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it, you know, just it was so nice to get a conference that was there wasn't nonsense like dancing games, there wasn't comedians, there wasn't idiotic interviews that last way too long. Yeah, it was just was here's like, AAA games. We're you want AAA games? We'll give it to you. There, there's literally only three people who ever graced that stage, and there was not altogether like maybe five minutes between all three of them. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So Shane, walk us through the Sony conference. <laughs> walk us through. The... Okay. Uh, let's see here. We had. Okay. Strange the Norse music. The opening orchestra was kind of weird. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that right out the gate. The lady when she came on and was just like. <gasps> I was like, okay. That lady's a damn hero. (laughs) She's just getting at it with that drum and making those mouth noises. Hot damn. I think got me all riled up. Um, But, yeah, so that was a thing. And then it went into God of War 4. Looks amazing. I don't even. I've never even played those games, and I'm just like, give it to me right fucking now. I need it. Actually, it's just God of War. Just God oh, of yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. God of War. It's I a new beginning, as they said at the end of the trailer. So because technically, that's, God of War Four would be Ascension, but no one cares about that one. Go on. That's literally <laughs> the thing that everybody goes on about now. Is have you guys noticed this that? suddenly all the sequels are dropping numbers and just going back to this is this I mean I, I think it makes sense uh, in, in the fact that they're kind of reimagining or rebooting things so it makes more sense to drop drop the number because it's like this, this is something new it, it's not like the mm-hmm. original it's it's its own thing now mm-hmm. granted it's the same Kratos <laughs> yeah. yeah he looks like a badass though man and he is the most intense father ever. It's like uh, something I read to say is I think every single person watching that conference would fail him as a son. <laughs> yeah. He would just look down on all of us and just bear. It's like, you disgust me. Yeah. Now, now mind you, I, I've played every single God of War game, and I, and I will say, Kratos is not a great protagonist. He was not one of the great... He was he's not a great protagonist at all. But in that in that trailer... He showed more character development than he ever did in any of the previous uh, six games. Yeah, in that and one scene, toning it down a bit. That one scene, he's about he's about to pat his son on the back, but stops himself, and then grabs a knife and said, "That was the most character development I've ever seen for Kratos." Uh, <laughs> aside, aside for the the PSP games, because there's a lot in in those, but they don't really count. Well, and um, I wanted to make a quick note. Just as an observation about E3 as a whole, there were two things that were very predominant. Yeah. Black male protagonists. Yes. True. True. And dads. Also true. Dad figures. 
Yeah. Because you had Marcus Phoenix is still alive in Gears of War. Four. Spoiler alert. Four. Is yeah. it four? Yeah, it's four. Or it's is four. it just Gears of War again? No, it's Gears of War four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, unless you've seen the trailer, which millions of you have, so <laughs> if you're mad about it, stay mad. Um, uh, and Norman Fetus. Norman Fetus. Daddy. And the strange, n- nonsensical insanity that is a Kojima trailer. Uh, yeah, uh, I love that get, they're back. We're gonna get to that because that, <laughs> that 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 was a thing. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that was it, right? Norman Fetus. Oh, and Kratos. Kratos, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Dads and black people. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hey, whoo! There's a joke there. I ain't gonna go near. <laughs> right. And if you also notice, they're exclusively not in the same game with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there, I made the joke. <laughs> if you can't tell from his voice, he's black, so it's okay. <laughs> you can't tell from my voice. <laughs> uh, so. I think God of War looked pretty cool. Yes, it I'm gonna does. Be, I'm, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the kid yet, especially now that they've said that there's literally a button dedicated to talk with your kid. <laughs> there's there's two things I have uh, with that kid. Here here's the thing: if you look at most of Sony, a lot of Sony's uh, exclusive games, first party games, they do not care about children at all. Children I, die all the time in Sony games. I want to make an observation that did, did Sony put out The Last of Us and they were like damn, we need to add kids to all of our games. And then damn. we have to kill them, probably. Because, right. <laughs> like, there's so many kids that die in Sony exclusives if you really think about it. I mean, I, well... Heavy Rain, The Last of Us. Can't, uh, can't, I can't mention the other game, because the game that doesn't have a kid dying because that's a spoiler uh <laughs> I mean Detroit a kid a child could die <laughs> I think Kratos' die. son is gonna die I think he's gonna die and that's gonna piss him off and that's why he's gonna kill Odin yeah, I keep thinking they're throwing us for the loop and yeah son's gonna, his, like Kratos is gonna die and it's gonna like hey you're the son of a god yeah and, Go avenge your family. I, I can see that, but then again, Kratos is a man who was literally stabbed in the chest twice and survived it's both times. Odin, though, Odin and Thor are just gonna show up and be like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Oh, dude, and just beat his ass up like Tony Stark in Civil War. You're a hundred percent gonna get Molnir in in that game. Mm-hmm. Like the the way Kratos called his axe back to him, you're, that, you're gonna do that with Molnir. It's gonna happen. Yep. <laughs> Actually. I, I think I think the son being the actual protagonist makes more sense, Cody. Because remember when during the fight against the giant or whatever that thing was, the kid shoots an arrow, but it has electric electricity on it. Yeah, that was like an electric arrow. That was no regular arrow, man. This guy's shooting magic. That kid is gonna get Molnir. You're, you're gonna be playing as that kid. Like it's probably gonna be like ten years later or something. And everybody like every time the experience stuff popped up. It was stuff the kid was doing that that you were just watching, and everyone's assuming that like, oh, I guess you have it's like an RPG now, and you learn things. I'm like, a, it's Kratos. He already knows those things. B, true. Kratos isn't the one doing those things. Also true. So, 
I think they're just trying to like you know, and he says at the very end it's a new beginning so yeah like probably after that scene is going to be like 10 years or 15 years later then you're going to be playing as the son yeah like maybe Kratos doesn't even die maybe he gets kidnapped or something I don't who knows because how can you actually kill Kratos because no one's been able to do it (laughs) yeah they just lock him up like uh, old school style yeah (laughs) he has to go break his dad out of jail with the Uh, help of this friendly dragon Oh, there the you dragon go. of the end. Woohoo! There you go. That was uh, cool. The Norse gods capture Kratos because he he is the man who killed the Greek gods. So like we should we should like like put him on trial or something, or just like lock him up before he comes after us, <laughs> <laughs> or that. Yeah. But anyway, we should move on. We talked about God of War for a long yeah. time. <laughs> so um, the other thing. So we did God of War. It was cool. Yes, it's and then dope. Sony just moved right along because they don't have time for breaks on this hype train, and they went into Days Gone. Oh my God! Which is from Sony Bend. Sony Bend. The guys who made hey. Siphon Filter have finally made another game. <laughs> it's been like seven years. <laughs> and it is a zombie game. Before anybody is like, but. It's a zombie game. It's yes. a zombie game. Yeah, like uh, a few months ago, there was a a, a leak that said um, something hashtag dead don't ride. So th- people were like, kind of thinking, okay, so the title of the game is going to be dead don't ride. But yeah, also independently of that, there was another leak of Sony um, uh, getting the copyright for Days Gone. So they're both they're like. No one ever thought to actually connect it to, but it turns out they're both referring to the same thing. Days Gone is a new game from uh, Sony Bend, and you play as a biker guy who is a part of a biker gang, basically, but that's all doesn't mean anything now because the world's gone to hell, basically. It looks like a zombie uh, outbreak has happened yet again. Yeah. These are like intense World War Z movies zombies. These aren't your run in the mill zombies. These are sprinters. Like, they come at you like a, a tide of death. Which, oh my god. I just wanted to say, like, after reading a few things, it was really freaking weird that they split the reveal trailer and the gameplay video. It was. Yeah. I, I heard rumors of why that happened, if you want to talk yeah. about that. We, the, talk about the rumor now? Yeah. Sure, yeah, let's yeah. talk about the rumor now. Because, um, okay. So the rumor is that Red Dead three or red dead whatever it ends up being was supposed to have a trailer at yeah. sony's conference and rockstar asked sony to delay their conference basically so that they could make a new trailer because the trailer that they were going to show involved a gunman going into a saloon and shooting a whole bunch of people yeah and they were like uh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe that's in poor taste now. Yeah, yeah. probably want to go back and redo that. that and good Sony call. was like, "No, we don't want to move our conference." Yeah. So, um, basically, Red Dead was supposed to close out their show, and it didn't. And I feel like that knocked off a few points for me, but. 
it, the rest of instead, the instead yeah. we get a trailer of a man walking into a place and killing a bunch of people, but at least this time they were already dead. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. On, on a pacing standpoint, that was like the weirdest, weirdest point of the entire conference. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was still good because I wanted to know more about Days Gone, and now I do have a better idea of what that game is, and now now I'm more excited for that game. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it sucks that we possibly could have gotten a Red Dead uh, trailer, but bright side, that means there's a Red Dead game coming, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it probably does exist now. So... Like and, and knowing Rockstar, like they don't have to really come to E3 ever because they're Rockstar. They can do whatever the heck they want. So like I, I, I could imagine maybe maybe sometime this week, maybe next week, they just drop the Red Dead trailer independent of, of everything else. And they're like, yeah, we were on E3, but we don't need it. Here's our game, you know? Uh, Pretty so, much. They had a big dog, so... Yeah, like, oh, I, I would love to have... The, a new Red Dead game, and just, please. who knows if that? It, I mean, it, it probably might happen this time, but then again, it might be a Sony exclusive, so yeah, maybe not. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I uh, back back to Dead Don't uh, Dead Don't Ride Days Gone. I like it. I like I like the look of it. At first, I thought the lead character was James Franco, but it's actually Sam, Sam Witwer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is which is also good. Sam Witwer is a good is is a great actor. <laughs> um, I'm a little um, over the whole zombie theme, but uh, I, I like that they did at least mix it up by the fact that you're like a gritty uh, biker guy, and that these aren't your typical run in the mill zombies. That'll, that'll make it a little bit more interesting to me. Yeah, like because that that was actually that was that was intense. Like I I yeah. was I was I was getting like nervous like just watching that <laughs> horde of zombies just run towards him like um but yeah I'm, I'm looking for i'm looking forward to that game i'm, I'm glad sony band has finally showed their game it's 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 been long enough <laughs> we're back finally guys and I, I i don't much mind the whole zombie thing because i mean I, I would prefer zombies over shooting uh regular people you know i i that this is my that's just my personal um, taste. I'd rather shoot zombies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Days Gone. Uh, what 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 came after Days Gone? Uh, last what? of Us. Oh, the Last Guardian. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Last, last Guardian. Guardian. Just dropping, just real quietly, nonchalantly dropping that release date for that. Finally, yeah, October twenty fifth this year. It's finally People coming. Went nuts because <laughs> it's been way too long. If 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 they again said like coming soon, <laughs> I I would have been mad. I don't really even care about that game, but I would have been mad because it's like stop, yeah. stop like stringing us along. Just give us the game already. And now they are October twenty fifth. It's gonna be a thing. And I, I feel like the biggest twist from that trailer was um, there, there was another guardian thingy. There's another bird dog. So maybe the other bird dogs have gone evil and he's the last Trico. The last guardian's actually the last good one. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a nice heartwarming slash very, very sad game. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are crying over it. 
All right, so yeah, after the last Guardian, we got to see more for Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Which looked incredible. <laughs> the game looks so cool. Like, I um, need it. Af after watching that demo, I'm totally fine with them delaying it to February, was it tw February 25th, I think? I believe so. Yeah, like, I'm totally fine with the delay. Make that game as perfect as possible, because it looks so good. It's just such a unique concept. You yeah. Know? I mean, we've gotten lots of post-apocalyptic games and whatnot, but I just, I, I've never seen... A post-post Robots turning into humans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like robots turning into humans and things like that. And, and all the weapons are so, like, interesting and whatnot. Yeah. And the whole hacking people by stabbing them with a spear, and then you have, like, a rope gun that locks people on the ground and yeah. things like that. And, ah, it was so cool. Yeah, and then, like... um so, you know, there's all, all these animals and stuff. Well, quote, animals that are also Robot animals and stuff. But then, like, uh, Aloy, the main character, like, voiced by Ashley Birch. If you caught that. Really? Yeah, it's Ashley, yeah. It's Ashley Birch. <laughs> Good for her. I didn't notice. Good yeah. for her. Um, but, yeah, so she find, comes across a village that's being attacked by a legit machine. Like, it's not, it's not a robot uh, animal or anything. It's a straight-up machine. So she fights that she's never seen anything like it before. So she fights it and de destroys it, and so that raises a whole bunch of questions. Like, where did this working machine come from? Is someone building this? Did someone just build it? Did someone repair it? Like, is there a city of these things? I don't know. Yeah. Um. But also, like, I don't want this to happen. But I was just spitballing. Again, don't want this to happen. But what if that machine was a remnant of uh, the Hellgast army from? Uh, Killzone. <laughs> oh no! Because you no, know, no, no. Horizon and Killzone—they're both made by uh, Guerrilla Games. I don't want that to happen. But I was like, that'd be that'd be a funny, that'd be a, a kind of cool nod to uh, Killzone. But I don't want that to happen. Don't do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Horizon—that game looks so fantastic. I can't wait. Oh man. Um, um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm kind of enamored by that game. Yeah. And I'm not really a console player, so I'm just like, you know, even when they first announced it, I was like, well, I guess I'm getting a PS4, but especially <laughs> after last night. I'm just, oh, God, I need that. So, yeah. so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, re I remember, like, right right when that, towards the end of that trailer, I remember you, you said, like, well, guess I'm getting a PS4. <laughs> yeah, I said it in chat. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a necessity now, so. Yeah, um, but yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, it's coming out February 25th, uh, 2017. Can't wait. Looking forward to that. Um, so up next, we had a really dark and scary looking trailer. It, was, it evoked a lot of PT-ish stuff. You know, you, some guy wakes up in, in an anonymous room, walks around, he finds a tape, he watches an awful video, and it looks really dark and spoopy. And it turns out, guess what, guys? Resident Evil 7 is a thing. That and that blew my mind because uh, for for months now, there's been a VR demo called The Kitchen. And The Kitchen is just like, you know, you're, you're stationary and there's things just around you that's like maybe like going to attack you, but you don't know, but you're tied up to this chair so you can't move anywhere. And everyone's like, oh, man, yeah, The Kitchen, that was really cool. It's a, it's a scary game. I don't know if they'll make it a full game. But guess what? The Kitchen ha was Resident Evil 7 the whole time. And I didn't notice it before, but if you look at The Kitchen's logo, right at the T, 
the teeth cut off just enough so it makes a seven. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, you wily devils. So that, that hint has been there since the beginning. But yeah, Resident Evil 7 is a thing, and they, they're, they're going in a whole new direction. It's a first-person uh, survival horror game, which I got to play the demo for it, because they released the demo uh, the day they uh, showed showed off the trailer. And man, that demo scared me twice. Like, uh, <laughs> the... Like uh, I'm gonna get the video. The video is like uploading right now. It'll probably be up um, by the time you're hearing this. It's like 20 minutes long, and it was it was it's a good it's a good demo. That's good demo. Yeah, it, it gave me gave me just enough to have me really hooked in. I can't wait for that full game, and that's uh, January 24th, which that's way sooner than I thought it was, it was gonna be. But I'm happy about that. I'm gonna die. It's a full VR experience. You could play it in, in totally, <laughs> totally in VR, or you could play it normally. Um, but I mean, by the time the game comes out, the PlayStation VR will be out, so that's an option that I don't know if I want to <laughs> take that route quite yet. <laughs> um, ugh, that's that's gonna suck. Uh, so yeah, after after we saw that. Um, uh, Sean Layden, you know, uh, president of Sony, he walks out on stage and he goes, oh yeah, so PlayStation VR, it's coming out October 13th. Um, it's going to be $399, $400, which is exactly the price that they said it was going to be. Um, and it's going to launch with at least 50 games from today to the end of the year. Uh, so you can, so there's going to be a bunch of games that are going to be VR compatible and also games that are made specifically for VR. Well, I, be- I believe a lot of the first-person uh, games that they're that are going to come out this year are going to be VR compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, so right after that, they show the trailer for Final Fantasy 15, and then with that comes a uh, VR package, basically, where it's like you get to play as uh, the blonde guy Prompto in a VR setting where you're shooting a gun and stuff with him. And it looks pretty cool. It's like, like. I don't really care about that the VR stuff all that much. I want I just want to play Final Fantasy 15, but it's a cool option to have. Yeah. So it was it's a neat way of adding it in. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, it was cool to see a little bit more of Final Fantasy as well. Yeah, like I can't I can't wait for that game because I know I know some people were mad that um, that there was nothing on Kingdom Hearts or anything about. But like Square Enix is like, guys, we gotta sell Final Fantasy 15. We need this game to sell. <laughs> yeah, we need it to sell. So we're not gonna show um, uh, Kingdom Hearts three or or uh, Final Fantasy seven remake because they, they're focusing. Square Enix is focusing everything they they have onto Final Fantasy 15, which makes sense, as they should. Um. Yeah, we, then we also saw the Star Wars Battlefront uh, um, X-wing mission VR game for Which that was that was pretty sweet. That was like pretty cool. Yeah, like um, Ubisoft has the Star Trek thing. Well, PlayStation has uh, uh, Star Wars. What came out? Oh, and then we were treated to a nice little monologue from Mark Hamill as the Joker to announce um, Batman Arkham VR, which I don't know what that entails, but... Yeah, it was kind of a weird trailer. But from what I've seen, people are really liking it, so I'm interested. I want to know what this is about. Um, 
And then it was a kind of kind of a weird transition, but uh, from there they immediately went into Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. So I don't know if you could play Call of Duty in VR or if it was just like a yeah. That's what made me. I think it was part of why I didn't realize I was watching Call of Duty is the fact that it was like I thought at first I thought it was VR because it was all like from first person and. It looks like it could totally work in it, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, so maybe, maybe maybe there'll be some portion of Call of Duty you can play in VR, or maybe the whole game could be played in VR. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel Let's like, just talk about that trailer, because that looked incredible. It looked... Okay. I want to hear what you think about it, because I'm already, I've already been sold on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare since, like, day one. Like, so... Plus, Call of Duty's my thing, so... <laughs> so, uh... You know, I, I when it, Infinite Warfare came, that first trailer came out, I was just kind of like, I mean, it looks cool, but I don't really, eh, whatever, kind of reaction to it. But watching that, I was enthralled the whole time, and it wasn't until uh, almost the end of it that I went and looked at chat, and you guys were talking, saying it was Call of Duty, that I realized it was Call of Duty. Yeah. And that means, that I mean, that's a really, really good feeling for me, you know, that, that they've m- managed, at least in single player, to break away from that formula enough that I can't immediately see 30 seconds of gameplay and go, oh, this is Call of Duty. You know, that never happens. Yeah. So, that was really, really good feeling for me. Uh, that made me a lot more excited for it. And it just looks so cool. I Just the way they were flying around in the ships and then they jumped out and they blew up the bridge and went in yeah. and oh, just everything. I was just like, I need every bit of this in my life. It, it was like an action movie, yeah. a legitimate action movie. It looked insanely good. And you get to play it. The only thing I have felt is a little weird, though, is, is the voice actor not the same... Uh, it's Captain Lasky from Halo, is it not? Uh, that? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm almost positive it is, because every time he talked, I was like, wait, what the fuck is Lasky doing here? <laughs> 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 What's he doing in another space game? <laughs> so, I is mean, this the prequel to how he became Captain Lasky? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, because, I mean... You, you you already have uh, uh, Jon Snow as the villain for Infinite Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was uh, extremely happy for that. And uh, I, I I wish we hadn't just lost Shane, because I know he was extremely excited when he saw the uh, space battles of them actually, you know, zero-G shooting at each other. Uh, that was one of the things he was going... He had said before, he was sold immediately if they did that, and they did. And I remember in chat, he was just like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> So, I think uh, for me and Shane, who are definitely two, probably two of the most jaded Call of Duty players, <laughs> you've got us back for that. And, and, and it was what, exactly what they needed, because uh, all this Battlefield 1 hype and, and whatnot, it's, it's definitely been feeling like uh, Call of Duty didn't have a chance. And with that trailer, I mean, we still haven't really got to see too much of how that's going to translate in the multiplayer, but... At least single player wise, you've got me hooked, line and sinker. So, yeah. and one, one thing I also found interesting was, um, you know, yesterday at the uh, EA conference, we saw Titanfall, and they just now added grappling hooks and stuff to Titanfall. And then here comes Call of Duty, and like, oh, you you, you have jetpacks and stuff, but we have zero G and also grappling hooks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I really appreciated was the three times. That the that the person used the grappling hook to grab another person and attack them. It was three. Yeah, it was, it was cool. three different anim- animations. Yeah, exactly. That's that's always good. 
So I'm I'm totally into that. I, I just I couldn't go over the fact that I I had watched you know five minutes of it, not realized it was Call of Duty. That was such a good feeling. You go, oh my god, is it? Do we finally get a good one? Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't know what I was seeing, and and you know I don't want to beat a dead horse, but when you see yeah. Call of Duty, you know it's Call of Duty. Yeah, so. no, that's true. That's true. Because Call of Duty has just that look to it. Yeah, um, and feel, and it's and you know they don't break away from it, but. And that maybe that's a good reason. It sells hot like hotcakes each time. Good for them, but this time they seem like they're breaking away a little bit for it, and I am all on board. Yeah, and, and one thing that I liked about it, and I saw in chat, Shane was lost his mind over, was that uh, apparently in the campaign you can choose where you're gonna go. Yeah, that was cool too, uh, especially because for shooters in general, seem to have extremely linear stories. So, and Call of Duty is always very linear as well. So, yeah being able to uh, get a little bit of freedom for once is nice. Yeah, and like, oh god, it just looks Ramirez, really good. Ramirez, go to that planet! Yeah. <laughs> so. Ramirez does everything. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, that that looked really, really cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, we actually, we, we skipped over one of the VR games. It's uh, called Farpoint. Um, it, that, that is a, looks like a sci-fi uh, shooter too, where you're like a guy. It looks like you're. You might be on Mars or some kind of red planet, and you're just. It was a good around. year for sci-fi games. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, this, that looked cool too. Now, I took me a second to clue into what you were talking about, but yeah, that one looked very interesting as well. The idea of them being kind of on this uh, uncharted, unknown planet in, in the middle of nowhere, and and for a VR shooter, it looked very good. Yeah, uh, very looked, solid. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm, in, I'm interested to see more about that game. Because that that, that... Usually, it's, it's it was another one of those Sony VR games that uh, actually looked like a good game that just happened to be VR. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's, it's it's up until this conference, I feel like everything I've seen of VR is super gimmicky. You know, and and here's something you know, hey, it looks cool because it's VR. But would I have any desire to play this if it wasn't VR? And for pretty much everything I've seen up till now, no, I wouldn't. It's your, it's completely the VR gimmick that's bringing me in here. But that game looked cool. I would totally play that as a normal game. Yeah. So I'm down. I, you know, I'm glad to finally see some uh, some quality stuff coming to VR. Which is which is great. Like, like that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm happy I didn't uh, pull the trigger on VR right when Oculus and Vive first launched because it was like there's not really anything I really. Like see myself wanting to play over and over, but now, yeah. now that like we're a few months out, there's finally more like, looks like more fulfilling um, content coming to VR uh, headsets. So I'm looking forward and to specifically that. Specifically, Sony though, that was the thing that surprised Sony, yeah. me the most. Is even though a lot of the stuff that we saw from uh, Oculus and Vive was still seeming a bit gimmicky, and then uh, you know Sony walked out and just dropped all these really good looking VR games. Yeah. Like, where'd you come from, Sony? Come on, it's not fair. You just got in here. You didn't have to fight from the gutter. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> it's, a, it's, so. it's like for, like, the second, no, third year in a row, Sony has just been killing it at E3. Oh, absolutely killing it. I mean, it, they've been on a continuous uh, wave of just greatness since uh, that one that we went to, I think. Yeah. Uh, back. Three, uh, three years back? Yeah, uh, 2013. Yeah. Last time I went. Um, but yeah, they they've just they've been riding riding the highest wave possible, 
Uh, I, I think for me, I think the reason they do so well is is everyone else is really into that kind of corporate culture that we're kind of catering to the general public and the media and here's these neat things you can do yeah. besides your AAA games that most gamers play. Like, hey, we have other stuff like dancing and things like that. Isn't that cool? Where Sony's just like, you know, we're here for gamers. Yeah. This is what we have for gamers. You might get some stuff for everyone else, and it might be cool. But at the core of it, Sony's for gamers, and I really appreciate that as a hardcore gamer. Oh yeah, like same, same here. Like, yeah, because all these other companies, like Microsoft, we have to make the comparison to Microsoft because again, they're they're Sony's biggest competitor. But then it's like they keep forgetting that they need to focus on the people playing their games that are buying their consoles. Yeah. And, like, a lot of times they're not giving them much of a reason to do that. Like, right at right when um, they announced the Xbox Slim, I'm like, cool, I need to sell my Xbox One and get this Slim. And then, oh, no, there's also Project Scorpio coming. So I'm like, so I'm really thinking, should I just sell my Xbox and just wait for Project Scorpio now? Or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, and, or, or is that meme that I've been seeing going like, hey, here's our new Xbox you should buy. Now let us show you why you shouldn't buy it because we don't really have anything for you to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Where's the games? I feel like it's a dead horse that we beat every year, but it keeps happening. Yeah. And Sony's the only one who's really like paying attention and going, you know what? You want to see games? We'll give you games. We'll give you 30 minutes straight of top quality games. That yeah. was so different from everything else we've seen this exactly, year. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it was night and day. <laughs> yeah, and like, and I mean, that's the reason why there are forty million people with PS4s. That's why there's forty million PS4s in the wild right now. It's because yeah. Sony has been listening to the people who play the games. They're not they're Like before the conference even started, they're like, "Hey, we're not going to talk about the Neo. This is not going to be a thing. This is E3. We're talking about why you should keep the console you have right now." Yeah, and exactly. that's exactly what they did. Like and even when they even when they talked about new stuff too, like they did talk show new t- new hardware in the sense of like PlayStation VR. Yeah, but it was super quick. They were just like, "We've got a VR. It's coming now. Here's the games for it." Yeah, but but <laughs> e- but even with that, Sean Layden, the president of Sony, he was just, he was just like, "Yeah, we have PlayStation VR, but we also have 40 million uh, boxes out in the wild that have the necessary processing power to play VR." Yeah, like he said that's like. You already have a box that can play VR. Just you just have to get it. That's it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And like that—that's what you do. That's how you do it. Um. But anyway, let's let's go back. Let's go back to the games because we. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I just think I think one of my best uh, the best uh, descriptions I've seen come out of it is essentially that everyone else was doing a presentation and Sony was doing an event. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I just I can't. I, yeah, you, they, they got a freaking live orchestra, <laughs> and they were playing all the music, all the music that you heard during that conference. It was the live orchestra, and that was amazing. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even like we're not even halfway through what they showed. Yeah, like, we're not. Oh my god, <laughs> Sony, please take oh, my money. They 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 demolished it. They killed it. It was. I'm, I'm so happy Sony decided to go last because if they had gone first, they'd be like, why would I watch any of these other ones? Yeah. <laughs> Save the ah, best for last. So, so, yeah. Uh, so, what other stuff did they give us? God. So then, uh, this is, this I, need is to, I need to take a break from all this excitement real quick and now, now we can get back on board. 
<laughs> yeah. So then, uh, so right after the the uh, VR stuff, you know, Sean Lightning he walks back out again, but he walks out to the theme of Crash Bandicoot. And I like that the stage actually like showed his shadow was Crash. Yeah. That was so cool. Everybody was like, "No, you can't!" No, I literally was sitting in my chair. I wish I'd record it myself because I literally yeah. just yelled at my screen. No, it's not fair. You yeah. can't do that. <laughs> you can't just keep giving us stuff. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, and then like, <sighs> and Sean Lane, he casually goes like, "Yeah, no, this time I'm not wearing a crash. There's no crash shirts." Like, but he mimes like ripping off his shirt and there'll be a crash thing. But he's like, "Yeah, not 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 this time." But I will tell you that the original Crash Bandicoot Crash Bandicoot 2 and Crash Bandicoot Warped are all coming to PS4 remastered from the ground up and the crowd lost their minds yeah yeah definitely uh, I, I think people were a little bit disappointed that it wasn't a new Crash but I was still I think 95% of Crash fans will still completely take updated versions of the classics because they, they're classics. I yeah. mean, they're, they're fantastic games still, so... But, but, I mean, also to that, it's like... Because Sony struck up a de- this deal with Activision because Activision owns the rights to Crash Bandicoot. And we're, we're getting these remasters, but what people don't understand is we need to buy the remaster. If a lot of people buy the remaster, that would, that would tell Activision, oh, yeah, they really do want a new Crash game. Let's make a new Crash game. Yeah, that's it's how not it just works. Those weird vocal minorities on the internet do want it. Like, no, everyone wants us. Give us Crash, damn it. Yeah, but then the people are like, give us Crash. And they're like, okay, here's the remaster. Like, I'm not going to buy that. I'll replay those games. Like, then we're not going to get a new game. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you, ha- you have to show Activision that you want more Crash by voting with your wallet and buying the remaster. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it works now. But I feel like even if you played it, it's still been so long. You're, you're yeah. not gonna, it's pretty much a new game anyways. So. Yeah. And, and oh yeah, of course, uh, Crash is also coming to Skylanders, because that's Activision's other big um, property. For sure. Gotta milk it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you gotta milk it. Um, but I will say, having Crash in Skylanders made me like marginally interested in getting Skylanders. And my, yeah, beforehand, I, I don't care about Skylanders <laughs> at all. Yep, yep. <laughs> But no, that's that's kind of cool that that crash is there and crash is back now. It, it's funny because uh, I didn't really understand the hype for all the crash stuff because I was like, you know, it was a cool game. But then I finally seeing him like in 3D in Skylanders and and whatnot, and hearing that we were finally getting it, I got I gotta admit that that little voice of my inner child who grew up on those games came out and was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I didn't realize I needed this as much as I do. So. Yeah, it, it was like it was like how I kind of lost my mind when I was playing Uncharted Four, and they had an, a level from Crash Bandicoot in the game. Yep, that was that was insane, and like that was our first hint that maybe Crash is coming back. And guess what? He is. And oh, man, <laughs> I feel t- like um, it, it might seem unrelated, but I feel like Ratchet and Clank's success will probably. Uh, lend a little credence to bringing Crash back as well too because that was another uh, classic that kind of disappeared for quite a while and came back and it was actually a fantastic game yeah. so, and hopefully that leads uh, people going hey you know what maybe we can bring those old games back maybe people will buy them spoiler alert yes people will buy them make them <laughs> <laughs> just give us the games <laughs> um, I don't even know where we're at anymore but oh we forgot to talk about Detroit Become Human that was so interesting looking. Okay, 
So here's my thing with Quantum Dream. Quantum Dream is the uh, the company that made uh, um, Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Heavy Rain is a cool game. It was a it was a, it's a really cool game. Great story. Uh, some ridiculous parts like the screaming Sean every other second. <laughs> that, my favorite was well, probably one of my favorite gaming related videos of all time. Is, that, <laughs> is the guy with the bug where the where he just keeps saying Sean for like forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're in a totally different scene, but you hear Sean in the background, <laughs> and then it stops for like a minute or two and they think it's done and then they can't like make their way back to an area and then Sean I know it's back <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was that was an experience yeah but Heavy Rain was an awesome game uh, Beyond Two Souls I was kind of down on it I, I wasn't much of a fan of it but it, it was it was, didn't go too well yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was fine it, was, it starred Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe it was it was whatever um, you know the sad part is the uh Really, the only thing I've ever heard of that game is that whole fact that they supposedly made a nude model for her, and, and the fact that I actually don't know anything about the game, that's not saying much. So. <laughs> but hey, Alan Page was apparently nude in some files somewhere, so that's cool, I guess. Yeah, you know, pe- people <laughs> people will do as much as they can to be perverts, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, Detroit Become Human... I was not expecting it to be what it what it is, and it's basically like a future uh, detective game where you play as this android detective man. Hostage <laughs> negotiation. Yeah, and that was that was really really cool looking. Like I, because I I didn't really I didn't really care about Detroit beforehand because it's like oh you know it, it looks cool whatever just from the tech demos that we saw of it. Because mm-hmm. I was mostly down on it because of Beyond Two Souls, so I didn't really care. Then after seeing the the trailer for for Detroit, I'm like, I'm in. I want. I want this game. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and it didn't seem like it was going to be a very action heavy game or anything like that. But it still looks extremely exciting because you never know what choices uh, your your the consequences of your choices are going to be. Yeah. Uh, if I mean. All trailers embellish a little bit at E3, but it seems like you know that one scene alone. Uh, it looked like there was going to be a dozen plus different potential endings and and whatnot to yeah. how and pathways and whatnot. And I I love that idea. I for once I'd like to see a game actually deliver on that kind of promise. And if they do, especially in that setting, oh, I'm sold yeah. as so sold. And and, and honestly, uh, considering Quantic Dream, I feel like they they are going to be able to to execute on that because I mean with Heavy Rain there's like what 20 different endings because all of your choices led up to a different ending like there's like one that's actually like the perfect ending then there's all these other deviations from it Um, you mean there's games who actually deliver on that and they're not like Mass Effect where everything you do ends up being for nothing <laughs> yeah where do I go to buy these games give them to me maybe I'll have to go check out this Heavy Rain yeah Heavy heavy Rain it's, it's really cool it, like the entire game the way you played it it's like it's all quick time events basically it's all mm-hmm. button prompts and all that stuff because it's it's a highly narrative game um, but yeah there's like 20 different endings to that game and Very- and one of the things that uh, Quantic Dream does is like there's never there's never a fail state. So for for Heavy Rain, you play as four different characters, and any of those four characters can die at any point. If you mess up at during a scene, that character can die and they're gone from the story entirely because they die, they're dead. Um, and if everyone dies, then you just get it, then the game ends. You get an ending. It's not like 
Oh, game over. Try again. Nope, that's it. Game's over. <laughs> um. So yeah, like. So yeah, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be Quantic Dream, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, that guy, the little Android dude, uh, seems like he's gonna be quite interesting too. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see more. I want to see more about that game. Um. So now we're on to like the two two of the like the the biggest. Um, reveals. Uh, we had uh, Andrew House walk out on stage, and he was like, "Hey, you know, here at Sony, we we had we really we we do really well, and that's because of all the excellent partnerships that we make. So help me to uh, um, introduce uh, one of our one of the greatest developers in of our time." <laughs> And then out walks Hideo Kojima to like mm-hmm. to like a Michael Jackson and Billy Jean like thing with a lining up uh, walkway and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just he's just they like, know how to make an entrance. Yeah, he's, like, sure. he's just like hi everyone, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> and the crowd just er- erupted. <laughs> um, yeah, and like it's it's been it's been known for a while now that Hideo Kojima has been working on a game for for PlayStation. And they actually had a trailer for it, which I I wasn't expecting for there to be anything ready for that game. And we we got to see Norman Reedus uh, play with the oil baby. <laughs> yep, it was a really weird trailer. It's a Hideo Kojima trailer. It was really weird, but it probably he held a, a a baby that seemed to be attached to the umbilical cord that was attached to him. I think so. It was uh, Norman Reedus and his Norman fetus, of course. Yeah. <laughs> And, and like knowing Hideo Kojima, probably the entire game was like telegraphed in that trailer. But yeah, we can't tell. <laughs> but none of it makes sense to us right now. <laughs> oh man! It, it and looked... then some weird floating people in the sky. Yeah, and, and Norman crying, and it seemed like he had some kind of uh, USB dongles around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that was that was a that was a thing. All right. And of course, there's a, a bunch of conspiracy theories. Like, oh yeah, that 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 baby that's actually Hideo Kojima. He's escaping from Konami. There's like, he has he has five things on his on his neck, just like Metal Gear Solid Five. There's people floating in the air, look like Psycho Mantis. Uh, Norman Reedus from behind looks like Solid Snake. And just like all these weird conspiracy theories happening. <laughs> and but the thing with Hideo Kojima is that they could be they could be true because he lo- he loves doing this that sort of oh thing. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, the, the whole thing with like Joaquin Mogren of Moby Dick Studios before they revealed uh, Metal Gear Solid Five—it was insanity. <laughs> I still remember when I saw the fire whale. I was just like, "What the fuck is this game?" <laughs> I thought I was gonna be roaming around the desert shooting people. I did not sign up for flaming whales in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, so then after that, everything gets all real quiet. And then a trailer pops up, and then you just hear this nice young man's voice saying, like, you know, everyone looks at me, and they, they expect a hero and stuff, but, you know, I'm just the guy from Queens. Now, right when I heard the narrative start, and I looked at and I saw it, I was like, oh, he's in New York. I'm like, oh, my God, this is, this is Spider-Man. This is Spider-Man. This is the Spider-Man mm-hmm. game. 
And then right when he said, I'm a guy from Queens and stuff, I'm like, confirmed, this is Spider-Man. Then <laughs> then I saw Spider-Man hit the wall, and then I saw, that's when I saw um, PCP chat explode with Shane going, it's Spider-Man! I was like, yes, it's Spider-Man! Uh, again, I wish he was here, because uh, that was definitely uh, something he has been hoping against hope for a while, to finally get a good Spider-Man game. And yeah. It most definitely looks good. It looks so freaking good. And the thing that blew my mind was, because this whole time the rumors were uh, Sucker Punch, the guys who made Infamous, were going to be making the Spider-Man game, but nope, guess what? It's Insomniac Games. And, like, Insomniac, they're a really great studio, but, like, this, is, this isn't saying anything against them. Like, I, I was not expecting them to be working on this at all. But they can do it. They're good. They're really good. Uh, so I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. Like, uh, Spider-Man, he has, a, he has a different costume that I don't think has ever been in any comic book or movie or cartoon or anything before. So that's interesting. I like that. I like it. It's like a completely, it's its own separate thing. And it's just Spider-Man for PS4. It's exclusively for PS4. So I can't wait. Oh, man, I can't wait. Spider-Man, <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. And, uh... It, it, it's... Uh, the only thing that got me with about it, it was just... His, his suit was a little weird. I, I don't really know what was up that uh, spider symbol, but... The, uh, the white spider symbol. With yeah. The, with the blue shoulder pads. And, like... <laughs> But it did look incredibly good. I mean, uh, we haven't really gotten a good Spider-Man since uh, that Spider-Man 2 game, I think. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is still out as the best one. But, I mean, uh, Web of Shadows was also good. Uh, or, no, Shattered Dimensions, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, Shattered Dimensions was the one where you could play as Ultimate Spider-Man, Black Suit Spider-Man, oh, Amazing Spider-Man, Black Suit Spider-Man, Spider-Man Noir, and Spider-Man 2099. That, was, that one was cool, too, but, yeah. It's they still weren't as good as Spider Man two for PS two. <laughs> like <laughs> Oh man, I love that game. I love that game so much. So I'm looking for I'm looking forward to this new Spider Man game. I'm, I hope it's really good. Um What uh I think that was that pretty much it? I think I think that was it. <sighs> that was all of the games. Nothing but games. At the Sony games, conference, games, 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 and like that's how you do E3. You just drop the games because that's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta show. You don't need anything fancy. Just give us some game. We, we we don't need to talk to developers or anything. That that's that's what game journalists are for. You Let don't us see have the to have people come out and dance for five minutes. Yeah. Oh, Ubisoft, you strange, strange creatures. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yet, yeah, like. Clearly, Sony had the best conference out of anyone this year. Again, <laughs> it's a three-peat. It's out a of hat the park. We did also have the uh, PC gaming show. Yes, but not a terrible amount of stuff happened there. I uh, they had some cool stuff here and there. Uh, it kind of started out good, and as it got went through, it got a little bit of uh, weird and, and messy. But um, we did get to see Dawn of War 3 gameplay for the first time, and that actually looked pretty cool to me. It's a, definitely a bit of a different beast compared to uh, Dawn of War 1 and 2, um, yeah. but uh, I'm still optimistic for it. The only thing that got me mad was uh, you finally get a game where we get to play as uh, Gabriel Angelos, Chapter Master of the Blood Angels, 
uh, Blood Ravens, sorry. And <laughs> the voice actor for him is such a badass. And then this time we finally get to play as him, and they change it to this really weird sounding guy. No, what? No, <laughs> that's not Angelo's. This is an imposter. A demon is possessing. Get him out of here. Yeah. So I was really let down by that, but uh, I'm hopefully uh, they'll give an explanation for why they had to go and change him. But uh, it looks like that'll be cool. And it was uh, it was actually interesting. I think it's the first Space Marine where a uh, there's actually a woman in the group because they said that the uh, the pilot of the Imperial Night Mech is a uh, female, so that was cool. Get a little bit of uh, feminineness in the absolutely raging testosterone sea that is Space Marines. <laughs> so that was cool. I got to see a little bit of uh, Mountain Blade 2 finally. Some gameplay for that. That looks awesome. I'm really excited yeah. for that. That's one game that's really under the radar, but it looks like they've made some really good improvements to it, and I am super excited for that. And then uh, a couple other things here and there. They showed yeah. a new biome for Ark. Um, survival survival evolved. evolved, yeah. And it was a really, really cool-looking biome. Uh, very lush jungles and things like that. And the new Titanosaurus. It's like a bronco, uh, you know, like a bronchiosaurus, but it's like five times as big. And it literally has an entire base built on its back, and it's just walking around. I'm just like, I kind of need a village on top of a dinosaur in my life. <laughs> Give me that now. So... <laughs> Some things like that, but uh, and then yeah. some other things here and there. Yeah. But it, it's it's uh, you know that's the one thing with E3 is it's it's very much a console boys game and uh, PC gamer. You know I'll give I'll give them credit. They they try and represent yeah me and my people Ooh. and uh, they do a little bit of better each year. But it, yeah, there's definitely not the uh, the money behind it that you get with the other boys. Yeah, but granted, there, there were there were some games that I found interesting. Like there was a um, the Turing test. Which is like, mm-hmm. which is basically like Portal, but it's not Portal. <laughs> yeah, and oh, I can't remember the title. What was that one? It looks like it's almost like No, no Man's Sky, but Dual Universe. One. That looked interesting too. It looked interesting, Very but interesting. but like I don't know how that game was even going to work because everyone's in the same universe on the same server, basically, and everyone mm-hmm. can build whatever they want. So <laughs> I don't I'm know how that's going to work. Yeah, like that 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 seems. It, it's more ambitious than No Man's Sky, and No Man's Sky is a very ambitious game. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. Um, and in the end, they didn't. Was it Warren Spector who came out for like fifteen minutes and just gave like a speech about like, video games? That was like kind that. of that was kind of interesting. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just yeah. you know, games. Oh, oh yeah, uh, games. Cody, did, <laughs> did did you get to see uh, Tyranny? Uh, I saw the trailer for it. I, did they show gameplay? Uh, yeah, there was some, some, some gameplay from. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's basically it looked like I don't know Pillars of Eternity or Diablo, but you're the bad guy basically. <laughs> Which I'll, I'll admit, I'm a little bit more uh, intrigued about that uh, being able to play as the bad guy for once. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. And then uh, we got to see uh, Vampire from uh, the people who made uh, Life is Strange. Don't nod. Uh, that that looks interesting. I'm like, I want to see more about because I only I only caught like the tail end of it. But you're mm-hmm. like a you're like a vampire doctor, and you're you suck people's blood to survive or okay. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's like one oh the observer that was the other one that 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 caught my eye. That one it's a 
it's a first person exploration game in a cyberpunk uh, setting and you're like a, a detective that uh, you can like jack into people's minds and like uh, yeah. use their fears against them to like gain information and stuff but it's a it's a it's a spooky game so okay. <laughs> you don't know what you'll find when yeah. you don't mind so that 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 looked cool uh that 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 had that caught my attention I just want to say shout out to Day9 for doing a damn good job hosting it, but man, he doesn't look good. Yeah. He's, he's getting, uh, he's got a lot on his plate nowadays. He, he does. He plays, yeah. he's actually, you know, a game developer now, and he's making his own games and stuff, and uh, so he's got that kind of game developer look of like, oh my god, I have no life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's also always, god, that man plays the hell out of Hearthstone. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Like I, I see his videos like every day. Just more day nine's day off. Just so many of them. Cause oh, he records man. like he like streams for like five hours, like on his day, day off. Yeah, those guys in Hearthstone, man. Yeah, that's one thing we didn't see anything of is Blizzard. But hey, they're Blizzard. They have their own convention. Yeah, they don't need this peasant show. Exactly. They're, they're, BlizzCon is what in July? No. Uh, no, it's later. Is it November? I think. Yeah, it's sometime later this year, but they they yeah. they're probably gonna have stuff to show, probably. <laughs> yeah, that'll be it'll be an interesting one to see that uh, when that comes along, just because uh, pretty much all their big stuff's already out of the way. So. Yeah. So I believe that is everything. Uh, definitely way like way less stuff to complain about <laughs> compared to the compared to EA Bethesda and Ubisoft. Lots of stuff to look forward to. So I'm happy about that. Um, you got anything else, Cody? No, uh, I think it was pretty much pretty much covered. It um, little disappointed in things, and then Sony brought it home for the win. Yeah. Uh, just uh, you know, it's it's gonna be a bit of a strange year. Um, just didn't see too much that really blew me away. That I was hoping to see a little bit more things here and there. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's stuff like Division that didn't really. I was hoping to see more out of them than they showed and, and things like that. But uh, and, I, and I was kind of hoping against hope that maybe we'd see some more from City Project about um, a Cyberpunk 2099. Cyberpunk, yeah. Oh. But I, I knew that was a, beyond a long shot. So. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, overall, it was it wasn't too bad. It wasn't yeah. a terrible year. There's been far worse years. Yeah, no. Like, but uh, for me, Sony saved it. Like otherwise, I was gonna definitely. be really disappointed with this entire uh, E3. But Sony, Sony really saved it for me. Like now, there's now there's like so many games I'm looking forward to in the, next, <laughs> in the coming years. So. Oh God! Uh, like I said on Facebook, it, you know, it wasn't even halfway through, and my wallet was already screaming. And previous to it, it was just like. Oh, I guess I'm not buying anything this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sony, ah, you bastards! I was gonna enjoy having some cash. But nope. Right? Nope. Just, I just, just give you my picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for us. Uh, this has been PCP, the Pixel Question Podcast, Special E3 2016 Edition. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Remember uh, to do all the social media stuff or listen to the credits that are coming up in just a few seconds. For the absent uh, Shane Carpenter and Sergio Lopez, and for the present Cody Franklin, I'm Jordan Pollock, and 
and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Mixer Clicks podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollock. The intro and outro music is called Dancing is Permitted by Tectonic. Do you like the show? Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitch, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. Just search for Pixel Clicks podcast. While you're on iTunes, rate us and leave us comments so more people can find us. And read our articles on pixelatedgeek.com. Just look for our names on the bylines. Send us your questions, comments, and other things to pixelclickspodcast at gmail.com, and we might read them on the air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter at pixelclickspod. That is pixelclickspod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at Yes Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21. And Jordan Paul is at Jordan is a bear. 